Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Jeff Mosher. Adam Kaplan and I love using Anchor for our Inside the Birds podcast every week. It's so user-friendly, anyone can create their own podcast, and you should too. Just download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor gives you everything you need to start your own podcast from your phone or computer. Its creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast per, for a professional sound, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you to Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so many other platforms. It can be heard by everyone, just like Inside the Birds. You can also make money from your pod with no minimum listenership. What are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to create your podcast today. All right, my man Eddie. Not not too bad. Not too yeah. bad. That's Q's homeboy. Not too bad. He was he was very yeah. relaxed. But I but I'm pretty but I'm pretty um I was pretty interested to see, you know, where the Eagles stack to the to to the in the Cowboys mind and to know that we're number one. That's worth something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get right back. Let's get right into the game, um, Q. This past week. Let's talk about the postseason first, then we'll get into the game a little bit later. All right. Yep. All right. So Eagles make the postseason, they get into the playoffs. We didn't think that they would get in the playoffs, but they had the winning formula. They adopted the winning formula. Nine games ago, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, throw it as little as possible. They kind of reverted the other way this game for some reason. Jalen Hurts, twenty six, you know, attempts, but he had more dropbacks than he than, than he than he normally would have. But um, we. We still, we still, you know, ran the ball for over 100 yards, but not as much success as we normally have. But general reaction to the Eagles making the playoffs after a two and five start. Uh, what do you think? This team is resilient. What are you thinking? I, I'm just like you. I'm, I'm just as surprised. Um, I always kind of felt early on. I'm always optimistic in the beginning of the season, and then you know that first. The first game looked really good, and then there was that little stretch of, like, three or four games where it was like, man, what is going on? Yeah. And then, like you said, they just found the winning formula, and they, for the most part, try to stick stick to it. And um, I think that's probably the biggest story here is that, you know, they, they found out a way to win. They found out a way that works for them this season, and um, they continue to put together a nice little stretch. And, you know, it's it's definitely something we didn't expect. It's, it's a pleasant surprise, man. Like, to be – I don't care if it's, in my opinion, I don't care if it's one and done. Just making it to the playoffs, getting an opportunity to play, all eyes on you. Um, anything can happen in, in the in the playoffs, and so it's just it's just a, a very overwhelming success for this team, and um, I'm, I'm happy to see it. Yeah, two and five start. 
very rarely does a team make the playoffs from that. First time any Eagles team have made the playoffs after a two and five start. Um, very much experimenting at the beginning of the season, doing that two and five start, realized that we are a running offense who needs to stand behind our big offensive line, play stout defense and throw the ball when needed only. And we discovered that. Uh, I'm impressed most by the two or Sirianni, because Sirianni, you can see his progression throughout the season. You can see him run Oklahoma's offense, getting it out on the edge, RPO only at the beginning of the season. Then he transitioned. All right, let's pass it a little bit. Let's see where his arm strength is. Let's see if he can make or can we win with him throwing the ball 30 times. Oh, he can't do that. Let's put him under center a game. Let's see. Oh, we have some success with that. Oh, let's 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 run it predominantly, but let's put him in a shotgun and see if he has some. Oh, we like that even better. So you can see how he began to adapt uh, or, or, or adapt through the entire season. And so I think that that was good. And the play calling for me has been really good. There's always someone open. There's um, always someone. Um, there's been some creative plays where guys have been wide open. Um, the run scheme uh, play calling and its variety is, is is off the charts. I'm talking about from pulling guards and tackles to gap scheme to zone scheme to power. Like we can do everything in the run game, and uh, that's and we can do it. We can do it from multiple personnel too. So um, I've been very impressed with that. Um, who do you think deserves like the who you who are you most impressed with? Is it Sirianni, Gannon, or Hurts? Um, over the season or this last game? No, no, over the season. Over the season, I'm 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 very um, I'm very impressed with all three. Um, I know that's kind of a cop-out answer, but uh-huh. um, everything that is highlighted shows the growth that this team um, has shown. Shows growth in Hurts. Shows growth in Sirianni figuring out a way to win. Um, but for, for me, I'm, I'll probably say I, I'm most impressed with, with Coach Stout, um, the offensive line coach. Um, you know, to lose um, – who did we, we lose? Brandon Brooks. We lost C.M. We lost um, – Dickerson. And then we got Dickerson in. And then we just forever – Malata, yeah. And just throughout the, the course of the season, they just – this offensive line, no matter who was in there, they continued to get better. They continued to just maul people when they needed mm-hmm. to. And in a way, they put the, the offense on their back and they said, you know, we gonna, we got this. And, you know, and it's it's not just in the run game. In the passing game, I mean, they're giving Hurts time. They're giving him all day. There's There's been a few times where he's had to get out of the pocket early. Um, some of it is of his own kind of um, yeah youngness um, experience. But, um, you know, I've been most impressed with Coach Todd. I think he's done a great job with that line, that unit. Yeah, I think that's 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 more power to to, to coast out. That's that's pretty that's pretty sound. Like the, the you know as the offensive line coach, because he's literally played with all different combinations now. Yeah, Lane missed some, Lane missed a few games because of his mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody's been out of the game except for Jason Kelsey. I think Jason Kelsey even came out of the game for a few snaps. Yeah, like so everyone has been you know, moved around at some point. So um, to ha- to find continuity, no matter if it's um, Sewell Petta that comes in, if it's Jack Driscoll, if it's Nate Herbig, 
if they have to shuff, shuffle someone to the other side of the line, my my lot to go move in the guard, whatever it is, we've made it work. Absolutely, it's crazy. Or my lot to move over to right tackle and let Andre Dillard play left tackle. Like we've made it work this season, and uh, so he he definitely deserves a lot of credit. But uh, ultimately, that falls under Sirianni. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, what kind of playoff team are the Eagles? Dangerous? Nobody wants to play, or one and done. And let's hold on, hold on. <laughs> you got Tampa Bay, you got Arizona, you got the Rams, and you got Dallas. Yeesh. Yeah, that's that's tough. Because um, we're going to be in seven. Yeah, my my optimism is saying, uh, I I still think. I think even though the matchups aren't conducive for us to, to win, I still think this team is dangerous because they run the ball well. They've been playing well enough defense. The yeah. D-line is still pretty strong. Um, they're not making a bunch of mistakes like they were earlier in the season, um, especially with the linebacking core. Yeah. And a team like this that really doesn't have anything to lose with a young head, young head coach, creative head coach, I think this team can be dangerous because you don't – like you can't when you when you don't really when you're a young team, sometimes you don't realize you're not supposed to be there, right? You don't realize, mm-hmm. hey, we're not supposed to win this game. We're not supposed to go against Tom Brady and win this game. When you're a young guy and you're you're vibing and you're feeling, you know, ready to go, anything can happen. So I'm gonna say this team is dangerous just for that reason right now. All right. I'm I'm gonna say that it's a high chance that we may be one and done. <laughs> That's fair too. I think that we I think we we have some some attributes that's gonna keep us in 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 ball games. But when you begin to look at these teams, the one thing that you can see in all of these teams is that they have high powered offenses. Yes. High powered. A lot of points can be scored by all of these teams really quickly. And you know, Point. Very good defenses as well because they're playoff teams. But Dallas has good defense. The Rams has good defense. Arizona has good defense. Tampa's defense has been hurt, but we know that they can play. Mm-hmm. Right? So they, they're more of, of a complete team, and I don't necessarily know how Jonathan Gannon's system is going to hold up if you are allowing yeah. freaking um, Tyler Heineke to go, you know, 14 for 15 in the first half or whatever it was, if you're allowing that, what what do you think Tom Brady's going to do? <laughs> I wanted to throw my chair through the TV watching that yep. first half. <laughs> you know, if, if we're if we're allowing that, what do you think, you know, Dak Prescott and, 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 that, and that group of receivers can do versus or Odell and, mm-hmm. and Cooper Cup? What, 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 you know, what are we thinking about that? That's tough. It's crushing my heart. I'm, I'm no, just saying. You, I'm just being I'm just real. Keeping, I'm yeah. just keeping it 100, and I'm just saying. And and, and I think we we can run the ball on anything, mm-hmm. but we can't do what we just did this past game, where there were stretches in time where I'm talking about. I believe it was like three series in a row where we just refused to run the ball. Yeah. yeah. Early in that first half, we were down because mm-hmm. we 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 just we just refused to run the ball. And uh, I know we ran it 34 times. We really, you know, take that back. It really wasn't that that much because Jalen Jalen Hurts ran it seven times. Yeah. True. So you take that, you take that away. You, we down, right? Yeah. We down to 27. 
And I was really surprised we didn't we didn't um, put Jordan Howard in more earlier in the first half. Yeah, none so, of the running backs ran the ball really well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure he Jordan Howard is dealing with a stinger and also a torn rotate, not torn, but um, separated uh, um, AC joint. You know, he's at the AC joint. So um, I can see why they 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 weren't he was he wasn't in there with the AC area, limited range of motion, hurt when you get it hit. Yeah. Um so I'm, it, it looked like that on a few runs that he had that he was bracing for contact a little bit. Yeah. Them AC right. joints. Yep. Which potential Western Conference opponent is the best matchup for the Eagles, which is worse? Who got the best matchup for the Eagles, which is worse? Uh that's tough, man. I, I think the best matchup probably is Dallas. Not Western um, Conference. I said Western Conference. I meant playoffs. Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, you know. I, I, I don't think I don't win NBA owners. Yeah. <laughs> Always go NBA. <laughs> uh, okay, which um which which wild card opponent do you think the best matchup is for um the the the, the birds? I think the best matchup is probably I'm gonna say Dallas. Um I think just the familiarity with, with yeah. the with the team. Um, it's probably the biggest factor there. I think worst matchup. I'm gonna. It's tough to go against Tom Brady, but I'm gonna say Arizona. They just yeah. have they have way too much, way too much firepower. I just I just think that the running quarterback in our scheme and what we have to do with Kyler Murray and being so fast and how explosive the offense can be. I just I hate that dual element of a quarterback being able to to pass it and throw it. I think that's just a nightmare for our team and just yeah. in general. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, so 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 I, so I don't I don't love an Arizona matchup. Everyone else I can say is probably about equal yeah. because you you're dealing with statues. Tom Brady, Stafford, Dak is not he's, he he can move, but he's not going anywhere. Um, you know, so I would think one of those three over here. I think Arizona is that matchup where nobody really wants to play Arizona just because of how how dynamic Kyler Murray can be. It's a defensive coordinator's nightmare. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AJ AJ Green, you got uh, yeah. God, is 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 Hop is, is Hop Hopkins is not playing right now. I don't know if he's out for the season. I think he may be back though. Um, but you got Christian Kirk there. You have uh, the the other receiver. You got um, Zach Ertz there. Um, about that. Ooh. Yeah, you got. You got we you don't see players there. Yeah, a few good players there. Yep. <laughs> All right, All right, so listen, the uh-huh. Eagles, they, they haven't beaten this year. We haven't beaten the team over 500. Are you concerned about that? We haven't beaten a team in an entire football season that, season that has a better than 500 record. Right? Yeah. That's hard to do. Yeah. That, like. All of like you, you go over our wins, like the Saints and the Carolina Panthers, who ended up being a bad team. Like we thought they were good wins. Like, no, we haven't, we haven't beaten any of the teams that we had a chance to. We had a chance to have, we had a chance to have the 49ers, had a chance with the Chiefs, um, a lot of teams, and we we squandered those opportunities early. Got a bunch of bad teams late. We end up in the playoffs. So. <laughs> 
Yes, I'm concerned. I'm concerned a bunch, actually, because these scenes are the upper echelon of. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The National Football League that we're, that we're, that we're facing now, and we just don't have the resume that matches up against their resumes. Oh. Yep. There you have it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How valuable is the play? How valuable is playoff experience from your experience? How valuable is playoff experience? Um, I think it's. I don't know. It. I. I think it's. I think it's very valuable. Um, in the sense that that the the week of preparation up to the game. I think once the game starts. After the first couple of plays, everything kind of turns back to normal. But I think the preparation is more important during the playoff week. How are you studying? How are you taking care of your body? How are you resting? How are you um, are you going back all the way to, to to the first game of the year and trying to find some little things in tape that can help you? Um, I think that, and then in terms, and then not only the film study, but then in practice that week, the intensity of practice has to go up. Intensity of practice has to be ready because it's now, it's yeah. now or never. It's one and done. So I think the preparation is the most important thing for the playoff for the playoff run. So Washington and, and Chicago last year made the playoffs. It, the experience really didn't help them because neither team is going to make the playoffs this year. Um, however, I think that playoff experience experience is paramount, not necessarily just to a team, but also to players. Yeah. Getting a rookie into the playoffs to see that the game can even get a little bit faster, that the refs will hold their whistle a little bit more, recognizing that it's different experience where guys are playing like there is no tomorrow. The game gets more intense. You have to deal with that, just like basketball players have to transition from the regular season to the postseason and how different the game is called and officiated. The same is true with, with the with with NFL playoff football. The game becomes faster because everyone no one wants to go home. And the referees are allowing guys to play because they don't want to be responsible for the outcome of the game. 
you have to do something egregious in order to get a call in the playoffs, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit less, um, you know, lo- a little looser when it comes to the officiating. So I think that experience of that only helps the player for next time. And can it help a team? Yes, it can help a team if they have the same um, players on the roster. But once people start moving around, it can help help the team less. But individual players, it helps out a bunch. So that's my my thought process about the playoffs. So I think getting into the playoffs, getting that experience, just think about the kid. What was the kid that gave up the uh, the touchdown against the Vikings when we won a Super Bowl? Um, the Saints. Was that it was Williams? The safety, like it he was, was a rookie. Uh, it was a Marcus Williams uh, was a rookie. Like that's a terrible example of far as far as experience. But that kid will never. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's still playing, but that kid will never ever. You know, like that right there. If that was a veteran having that experience, that play they, they win that game because that player was inexperienced and because that moment was so bright. The dude closed his eyes and let. Um, Stefan Diggs scored a game-winning touchdown. Like, those things, you know, not that particular play to your team, but you need to be in those moments because you never know what you're getting under that light, under those lights and pressure. Good point. Yeah. 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 Like that. He, that play, if he if he had a chance to make that play again, he'll make it every time now. Yeah. Because that that's taught him hit for the rest of his life about everything. Yep. Got to finish. Got to finish. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, man. I like that example. All right. How do you view the seven seeds, Q, in the first round in general since the NFL added the extra seed in each conference? Do you like it or is it watered down, right? Because when we played, it was it was it was six, right? The first two got the buys, then the other two, the other four teams played. Now that one team gets the buy and the, and the other teams play. Like, how do you I I like it. I mean, at first, like, I, I'm I'm not all for – I never was really for the 18-game season. I understand why they did it. I'm not a fan of it. Um, but I do like the seventh seed. I just think more football, more playoff football is better. It would be nice. You know, Monday night, there's a game on Monday night, right? That never yeah. happens in the – so you go, you know, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday night you got a game. I think that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm actually – that's probably the one thing that I do like. And it gives an opportunity for teams that are on the cusp, teams that in the years past probably earned the right to to be in the playoffs. It, it gives those teams that opportunity because you yeah. know there 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 have been some teams over the years that should have been in the playoffs and they were left out because of you know the, the ratings and the rating systems and the, the point systems and all the other crap. So yeah. I'm glad that that this is one thing I think they got right. Yeah, there are some ten and six teams that have missed the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy. You no, know, back in those days when it was 16 games, there's a few 10 and 16 that missed the playoff, depending on the conference you was playing in and who was hot or or what have you. Um, but in general, I think it's a good thing for football. I think having that extra seed is good. I think that um adding an extra game on that weekend is good for the fans. Everyone wants more football. You get a Monday night football game in the playoffs. Uh so I, I don't I don't see anything wrong with it, and I don't see anything wrong with expanding it either to eight teams. Like I, I really don't. Yeah. Um, but I guess you don't want to do half the league in the playoffs. You know, half half of each conference in the playoffs. You know, so I guess that would be like you know, 
I guess you got to have seven because use that seven is like the upper echelon, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but but anyhow, I, I think it's I think it's good for for the game long term. More more football helps the fans, and also you're getting one of those on the cusp teams like you said into the playoffs. Nice. Well, let me yeah. let me ask. I got a quick question about the playoffs too because you made me think about this with the with the bye week. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot of teams come off the bye and lose over the years. Some teams have won, some have lost. When we when we played or to the playoffs, playoff by. the playoff bye. Uh huh. Do you did you like the playoff bye? Um, I've I don't know if I've been on the team that ever had a playoff bye. I think we had one one year. I don't know. I'm not sure. But if if we did if we did have a playoff bye, um, no, because you get so used to being in like those like you've already had your bye. You get used to being in a rhythm of playing. I think the teams that are staying in a rhythm of playing has the advantage. Good point. I'm the same way. Unless, unless you're like the number one overall seed and you get one less game than everybody, now that's advantageous. That's oh, more yeah. advantageous than you know just playing. Like because you you get you're you you get the bye, and then you have home field advantage and you're playing one less one less game than everybody else. So you so it's the it's coupled with the home field advantage and in 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 the uh one less game um than everybody else. So do I I think that I think that you definitely start off cold, but then it's like do I want home field advantage the entire time? <laughs> you just hope that, that you don't get an extremely hot team. Yeah. That's what you hope. And that's the thing about the seven C. You the NFL, the seven T can win the Super Bowl because that's how close the the, the talent is in this league. Like I, the Eagles aren't the typical seven C in that um, you know we we still have a bunch of work in progress for our team. Like there's still defensive questions. They're still throwing the ball questions for Jalen Hurts. They're still um, we're limited on on how many people can touch the ball on our offense, right? We know the running backs can touch it, and we got Dallas, and we got we have uh, uh, Devontae Smith. Other than that, like, you, we don't know. It's mm. kind of, We don't know. It's up in the air. Most of these teams have definitive and, you know, stars that have done it already. So um, so what I'm saying is, is that in most cases, and even in our case, if we get hot, we get hot. What if the what if the offensive line is blowing people off the ball and we can run for two hundred yards again? Yeah, good point. Like, you never know. Like that's how close the NFL is in talent. We just seen some crazy stuff going on. The the Jets was kicking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' butt for most of the game <laughs> until AD messed up and and let them win because you know Tom Brady wasn't going to let AD get the last laugh with a victory. Mm-mm. That's that's not happening. So Tom brought the team back. He's like, oh, he want to play that. He think we need him. Let's let's go out and show him. We can. I can win with Bubba Smith over there. <laughs> that man is crazy. Yeah, man. Oh my right. gosh, we need. We'll talk about that after the um. The draft <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All, right. All right. So we've hit the final week of the pro football regular season, and college football is heading into the national championship. DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to get all fans in in on the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. 
New customers can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. So let's wind down the season with a big win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on football with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. <clears throat> Use promo code ITV. Just, just bet $5 on any football team, college or pro, and you win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code ITB this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 and older, Pennsylvania only, customers only, restrictions apply in partnership with Meadows, Racetrack, and Casino. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Good job. <laughs> All right, so... All right, so let's let's go. Let's you go right into talk about the, so let's the let's, let's go right into the Antonio Brown. <laughs> we gotta talk about Antonio Brown in just a second. <laughs> All right. When I when when you think about a dude that know how to set some money on fire. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> like he just want to start a dumpster fire with money. Man, he lost out on 40, 50 million in in with in the Raiders. Mm. Not wanting to play. Crazy man. Get kicked out of New England in one game. Got to sign a minimum contract in Tampa. Was about to sign a max contract in Steeler land before they kicked him out of there, before they got him out. Like, how much money can you throw away as a person? <laughs> you can't get $50 million back unless you hit on crypto in 2013. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding uh, me? Man, yeah. Stop it, man. Something ain't right there, man. So, so, so that's one aspect of it. But then to be so delusional, I don't know if you've ever saw one of his his interviews. His interviews are so scatterbrained and just filled with false information and this sense of, of just a God complex that's bigger than Donald Trump's. Like it's 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 out of this this world, and it's like man, like <laughs> when you have so many people, so many takers around you, so many, and that's what I that's the only thing I can think of. He has so many takers and people that will yes him to get what they want. That he's he he bought into the hype. He's bought the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That land of height that's across the street, give me 35 acres of that land of height. That's what he has. Smoke and mirrors. Let me get all of it. Delusional. Illusions. Give me all of that. Crazy, man. And he's made it in his mind where he's something that he isn't. Man, we're flesh and blood. We're football players. We're not deities. We're people. 
And in your life, you got to treat people right, no matter how much money you have, no matter how talented you are. And if you try to cut the corner, life will catch you. And life will make you turn around and take the stairs. And you've been so used to cutting the corners in life that when it's time to take the stairs, you begin to think that you're being mistreated. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Come on, AB. Gosh, dog. Now, I understand the people that are saying, you know, he may not get his bonus and he was mad about that. And No. The story says that he was mad because Gronk was getting targeted more. It's a whole nother game. And you know Tampa plays to the end. Tom Brady yeah. plays to the end. He going to get you them eight catches, them three catches, that 50 yards, that touch. He going to give it to you. He gave you 10 catches last week. And the definition of a 30-year-old, two-year-old, 33-year-old, four-year-old. <laughs> man. And that's what happens when you get a bunch of takers around you that tell you sweet things and nobody tells you the truth. That's my take. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I I got I can't even add nothing to that. That was spot on right there. Gosh, dog. That's crazy, man. Like boy, just throwing money out the window. I don't want you no more. Don't make Ooh, no sense. <laughs> Money in his hand, he take it back to the bank and say, I don't want it. <laughs> Shoot, give it to me. I'll, I'll do something with it. Gosh. <laughs> oh. That's crazy, man. That's crazy, right. man. <laughs> Let's talk about this. <laughs> All, right. All right. Eagles started slow again, Q. Mm-hmm. What do you uh, see when it comes to them starting slow? I, the only thing I can think of is they watched the tape, they put on the tape, they saw the Washington football team get absolutely embarrassed the week before and probably felt that it was just going to be a cakewalk. They were going to just show up. Washington was just going to lie down and then let them do what they wanted. So I think mentally that's that was the feeling I got from the game. Oh, they just thought that that Washington was going to just let them win. So to me, it, it started there with the with the mentality and the preparation. Um, offense has kind of always been kind of a slow starting thing, but the biggest thing for me is defensively. We we did not attack at all the first half. We didn't. I don't even think there. I saw one pressure, one blitz, one stunt. Yeah, it, it, it was like it was like seven on seven out there. Mm. The first, the first half, mm. and it wasn't until we got creative in the second half with the pressures and changing up the coverages and, and stunts that we started to affect Taylor uh, Heineke and make him yeah. force him to make mistakes. And so, to me, the biggest, the biggest problem with the slow yeah. start, especially on defense, was just, just too, just too soft, too soft of a defense. And I don't mean soft in the sense of not hitting; I meant soft in the sense of coverage wise. Mm. Um, just sitting back and, and, you know, reverting back to what it was earlier in the season. You can get away with that. I agree with the trash quarterback. 
Heineke's not a trash quarterback. If you give him time, he can be accurate. Mm-hmm. He's an NFL quarterback. He's probably an NFL backup quarterback, but he's an NFL quarterback. And if you give an NFL backup time and zone coverage the entire time, he's going to be able to inoculate it. He's going to be able to figure it out and be able to get the ball and put the ball and go 14 for 15. <laughs> oh my God. You know, <laughs> he'll be able to do it. Yep. So I just think that at some point you have to take chances. And this defense that we've seen that first half and some of these halves of the Jets, remember the Jets game? Where there was points being put up, right? Four straight times down the field they scored the Jets game. Yep. Rookie quarterback too. Exactly. We're going against the upper echelon soon. And the playoffs, can't, they got to be corrected. You got to go after people. You have to win games. You can't expect people to beat themselves, not in the playoffs. It's good teams versus good teams. And that's the difference between playoff teams and regular season teams. Regular season teams that don't make the playoffs beat themselves. Playoff teams, you have to beat them. That's the difference. Yep. They're not going to miss a lot of tackles. They're not going to turn the football over. They're not going to blow coverages. They're going to make you beat them, and you have to earn it the hard way. And and, in order for a pressure to come, you have to go and get it. You can't just sit back and play zone and expect them not to pick you apart. You just cannot. They're going to pick you apart because these are good teams. So. Mm We have to adapt a different mindset. And this coach has never been a coach in the playoffs. So uh, the chances are that he does what he's been doing all season is very, very high. And with the right talent, with the right talent against it, it can be it can be a problem. Yep. It can be a problem. I don't know if you've seen Jamar Chase go for 11 catches for 266 just then three touchdowns or whatever that was. But a lot of that stuff that he was catching – um, especially that one he made, he, he caught the, the curl route and then made everybody miss. That was zone coverage. He was wide open in zone. And and, and check it out. Those are the type of athletes that you're playing against now. Yeah. This is not little sister to Mary. This is not some, this is not, you know, uh, you know, Sims and and the, the guys from the Giants and and Carolina. No, these are these, this is Odell. This is, <laughs> you know, Amari Cooper. This is Mike Evans. This yeah. is, you know, this is yeah, the, the, the real, real. This is the pro, the pro bowlers. <laughs> so we, we got to get together when it comes to that, for real. So slow start, not only slow start from the defense, but slow start from the offense. Offense, just I, in the first half, we try to throw the ball way too much. Yeah. I That's guess. the gist of it. Every time that we come out with the game plan, of being cute and throwing the ball, we don't produce the same amount of offense. We just don't. You got to give the offensive time, offensive line time to rev that engine up. You can't just throw it in, throw it in cold. You got to go out there and start the engine. Let's start it off in the first quarter so it can be nice and ready for that second, third, fourth quarter, right? You don't just, you know, you got to warm up, baby. You can't just start <laughs> off. You got to warm up. That's real, man. <laughs> Some big boys, man. They got to start the engine. They got to start it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so that's that's the thing that, that I saw that uh, 
that and 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 I will give you this. I will give you this because I got the stats right in front of me. We didn't run the ball well. 3.5 yards of carry, 34 rushes, 118 yards. We did rush for 34 times, which really was 27 when you take Jalen Hurts' numbers out of there. And you take Jalen Hurts' numbers out of there, you take 44 yards away from that, that total. Right? Yeah. So you take 44 yards away from that total, you're at 54 um, plus another 72. Mm. Yeah. Right? That's not going somewhere near 70, uh, 70, 74. I mean, you know, so it's tough. Can you got those words? Good, yeah, I'm good. So, so, uh, so I, I think we gotta, we gotta, we, we, we gotta run the game, run, run the ball a lot better. And, and, and I think that the D, we're stacked, they're starting to stack the D, the D, um. The D line yeah. starting to stunt and pressure and 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 uh that's not do a, a bunch a bunch to us in the run game. Yeah, Washington definitely they were they were stacking. I mean they were stacking. They're they're and they were shooting right? gaps, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They were <laughs> they shooting, they were shooting gonna, gaps like it was crazy. They're gonna try to force, they're gonna they're gonna force hurts. And this is what the like you're saying, this is what's gonna happen in the playoffs. Teams are going to they're gonna force Jalen to beat to beat them. They're going to say, we take away your run game. We don't think that he can throw it 30, 40 times a game and beat us. So I will say this, though. Um, for me, watching Jalen this game, even though he missed on some throws, I think this is one of the best games I've seen him play in a while. Seemed like he had command of the offense. Seemed like he was making the right checks at the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage. Um, seemed like he had more confidence in the pocket. Um, yeah. and, and he's getting more accurate on some of his throws and, you know, the one when he scrambled off and, and he threw it kind of across his body to, um, Greg Ward, Greg Ward. Mm-hmm. Now there was, there was, that was dangerous. four guys right there, but I, I still, I still love the throw. I still like that. That it was he a play. Took a chance on it. He just made a play. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's starting, he's starting to see the field and that's very promising. That is, I, I, I know you're gonna miss throws at, at, at um at quarterback. I even like the one he threw to Devontae Smith, the one down deep on the left sideline where he overthrew it. Very rarely do you see him overthrow a ball, yeah. right? So Devontae Smith got to stop fiddling with the defender and run, right? Those are the things that he has to, that he's gonna to have to do and learn is that when you when when you're getting by a defender, don't look back for the ball until until you know you stack them and then you look up you don't look back he's looking back mm-hmm. so and what i mean by that if you go and watch that play Devonte smith he's running down the sideline and he's looking back toward the quarterback when you look back toward the quarterback your shoulders are open this way therefore you cannot run full speed in this direction it's very very hard to you have to keep your shoulders going in the same direction in order to maximize your speed and you don't look back, you look up because the ball should be in the air. Therefore, your speed never cuts down and you can run through a little bit faster. Those are little things that 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 are fine, like small, um, uh, just small, like tuning, little mm-hmm. things that can be um, that can that can make a difference between a completion or not. And that one there, if he is running through, stop fighting with this guy, run through, look up instead of back. He may mess around and get a hand on that ball. 
Um, the other one that he missed, uh, which I agree to you, I thought it was a really good game. He threw, he, he had some really nice darts. The one that he threw to Dallas Goddard on the right sideline on the corner out. Woo, that was a good throw. Um, uh, he had one on a deep curl to Devontae Smith that was good. A couple of overs, a couple of tip balls that were just right, right there. Guys got covered. He still threw the ball, gave him a shot. They got tipped, but it was the right read, the right decision to make. And you know, hopefully the guy can make a play, but he shouldn't they shouldn't have been that close to you on a on an over route. Devontae Smith, I, I should never see you get covered on a deep over route and man to man. Like you should be ashamed of yourself, son. What are you doing? Easiest damn route to get open on. You gotta run across the field away from body. You you run a four four. You can't get covered on that. Just a word for the wise. When you're running a crossing route, you run the crossing route. When they start start to cut you, you stop and act like you're not running the, the crossing route and get them to stop their feet and keep going. It's the easiest thing you can do. I hate that route. Yeah, it's like, you you, you remember I used to run. I would go over there oh, and yeah. I would do like four moves in between. Like, <laughs> stop it. Start it. Stop it. Start it. Stop it. Start it. Go. Like, <laughs> what can you do? If you're on my face, you want to get over there before I do? Go, no. What if I stop and come out? You know what I mean? They don't know. That's, man, <laughs> that's one of the, dude. Uh, that's one. I hated that route. I hated covering it. I hated seeing it. Even even when I was a deep safety, I hated I hated covering it because most receivers, no matter if you're fast or slow, you're gonna outrun somebody if you're just running straight to the other side. I feel like, and then the quarterback knowing anybody nobody over there, so he's just gonna chuck it up there. It's, yeah. it's one of the overall people we're talking about. It's it's you go from <laughs> one. Basically, it's called overall because you go from one side of the field and you sprint to the other side of the field. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's basically. And it. you shouldn't be covered on it. It's always open. Yeah, you shouldn't be covered on it. It's like a shallow cross. It's very hard. And man to man. That was man to man. You can't get covered on. Um, and the last throw that that um I thought that he could have made if he would have just been a little bit more patient. Is the one to Quiz? They got Quiz matched up on a linebacker oh, yeah. on a freaking wheel route. He got too horny. That Jalen Hurts did. He got too <laughs> horny. Like <laughs> just chill. Pump the safety. Don't pump the defender. Defender is he not going for the pump? Pump the safety in that situation because the the flat defender is looking at the guy. He ain't pumping for that. We don't need him to be pumped because he because it's Quiz on him. He can't run with him. Pump the safety, get the safety away from the play, yep. right? Yep. Pump the safety, get him away from the play, get him to just chill, then put the ball up. Nice and easy. Nice, but he was rushing because he pumped. He pumped, and now he's he when he pumped over there, the safety's halfway over there. Yeah, and now he's like, hold, let me get the ball up up and down before the safety gets there. When he can just put some air in the the safety's nowhere to be found if he can like look at the safety, you know. Yeah. So, little little tweaks getting little, there. <laughs> yeah. Should the Eagles rest their starter? Oh, hold on. Before we get to that, Rodney like, safety plan. Yes, sir. Y'all going Rodney McLeod with that in <laughs> Boy, did you see that interception? That was beautiful. Oh my goodness! I was I was yelling at the tip. No, he didn't make that play out there. That's the best play we made as a team. Period. Any position. That was beautiful. <laughs> the best catch we made all year. <laughs> Can you think of one that was better than that? Maybe Dallas on top of the guy's head, but that was the beautiful, that hard beautiful. catch. 
Hard for safety. Hands on. I was like, only hits the ground. Wait, what'd you just say? It normally hits the ground because most of y'all can't. <laughs> that's just fact. No, that that's, was, that that's was the classic fun. bang your your hand against the ground, act like you got some hands when you really don't. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No, I got that. I probably dropped, dropped it. it. Hey, looking at the hands. <laughs> Man, everybody know you are. Man. <laughs> hey, hey, as long as they, as long as they don't catch it, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> That's what I used to tell myself after I dropped interceptions. I was like, "Well, as long as they didn't catch it." Oh yeah, you had, you had to get some encouragement. You had to go over there and give yourself <laughs> make myself feel better, man. You know, it's, it's bad break up. It's bad <laughs> There you go, PBU. That's why I was talking. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but that was All a great right. play. Great play. Yeah, Not much great pressure job, by, by Jonathan and just letting them go right down the field. Let them get yeah. in field goal range. Let them get in, you know in position to score a touchdown. Just right on down the field. Just mosley on down there. Just. You know, we'll usher right in. Rodney, no, you're not. You know, Great. that play, they were in they were in a single high man defense. Mm-hmm. And Rodney had a great break on that throw. It was an overthrow. He got he uh the tight end was kind of sandwiched, so he had to kind of sail it over. Mm-hmm. But if if you go back and watch that play, Avante was letting the uh slot guy come free right down the middle, right where um Right where Rodney was supposed to be. Mm. So if 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 Heineke just pumped it like what we were just talking about, if he pumped it and came back to that scene, we'd be saying something completely different. Yeah, I was I was shocked that we didn't bring pressure on that last drive. Yeah, it was crazy. He, he was just sitting back there comfortable. I was I was really shocked. Yeah, it's you 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 got to go after people, man. You got to take the games. You know, so you, you gotta take it. And 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 that's a good veteran play by Rodney though, because yeah. Rodney understands that and, and now this is gonna get a little bit deep for some of the fans. Like when you're in a single high safety, you're in the middle of the field, you're the middle field safety, you know what routes can beat you, and all go special can beat you. That means there's like a deep over from number three, number two goes up the seam, and number one to your side is is on an all go, and the backside guy is on an all go. You if you're in cover one, that can beat you, or cover three, single safety middle, it can beat you. So Rodney playing the chances, right? The outside guy's gonna be on. He's not gonna be able to get get there in time anyway, but he can affect two and three. So process of elimination. 
if it's a middle middle field safety, I'm going to kind of uh, assume that number two may be gone, that, that you're not going to throw it to number two. So I can just run to number three. And mm-hmm. I think that that's his, it was, it was his mentality of safety. I think he's, the, the play is going to kill two. So let me just focus on three. Yep. That's it. Right? Yeah. Yep. Smart play. Yeah. Smart football play. And our guy, our guy was, our guy was in coverage on the tight end. On that. Oh, one. Anthony. Yeah, he yeah. made him throw high. Got give him some credit. <laughs> and he made a tackle this week. I heard his name being called. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw his name. I saw it too. Yeah, he made a tackle. He made one good play. I was like, "Oh, what's that? We got a new player out there." <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get should, to the- should, should the Eagles rest their starters this week versus Dallas? No, no. Got it. Well, I wouldn't. I would say let them play either the first quarter or first half, and then let them rest. <clears throat> I don't think a full game. Um, this this I don't think a full game is gonna really. Um, I don't think I don't know. I just I just never liked the idea of resting guys for an entire game. I feel an like game, right? I feel like you you just lose a little bit. I mean, we we're talking earlier about you know um, you lose a little bit of that edge and the timing. You lose a little bit of um, you get a little rusty. Um, and even and so I, I would say maybe one quarter for certain starters. Um, yeah. I, some of the guys I would definitely, you know, maybe one or two series kind of, I would approach it kind of like a preseason game for, for most of my bets, but okay. they got to play at least, I mean, the, the, the young starters, they got to play at least, you know, a first half. I mean, that's just me personally. I know you don't want to risk injury and all of that, but I just, I feel like you just lose something when you don't play for an entire game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm with you. Um, it's just not enough players for you to realistically not play the entire game anymore. Yeah, like somebody's going to play. You can't rest all of your starters because it's not enough of you, and you can't put the game, the entire game, in the second string's hands because the people that's on second string, guess what they're doing when first string is out there? They're playing special teams. Mm-hmm. So you expecting the second team to play offense, defense, and special teams? Like it's it's I've done it in the preseason. <laughs> I've done it in the NFL in the game, real game too. But it, you you don't have much left. Mm-mm. Um, so I'm with you that they should play some, even if it's the first quarter, the second quarter, because you want a healthy team. You don't want to you don't want a, t- a, a, a game where guys are pulling hamstrings because they're tired and and the starters aren't out there and all that stuff. And once you come out of the game, you want to be out of the game. Yeah. No. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's the hardest thing in the world in that football league. It's not like basketball where the coach sub you and you're like, like, uh, you know, go sit at the end of the bench and you got to come back in. Like once the coach take you out of a football game, it's so hard to get back up again for it. It's a wrap. Man, like your 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 mentality you is just gone. There's 60 people out there. You back, you over there talking, you eating sunflower seeds, you didn't ask Big Dom for a hot dog, man. Give me one of the way back in the locker room. You over there chilling. And to try to get back in the mentality of competing in the national football level when you've been chilling for an hour, 30 minutes, it's tough, man. That's tough. That's a tough ask. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so make them play it all at once and then don't put them back in. So either like a first quarter, first half, something like that they should play. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do this Manscaped breathe and get on out of here after these questions. All right, support for the Q&A show is brought to you by Manscaped, champion of the world for men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they just launched the four-generation trimmer, the Lime More 4.0. You heard it right, 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code QA at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with the sleek, well-designed, optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I've tried the 4.0 and I'm blown away. The craftsmanship and details are second level. Nobody wants to get hurt down there. You know what I mean. So Manscaped engineered the ultimate growing and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer, has a cutting-edge ceramic blade that reduces those accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. You got to be comfortable down there. This upgraded trimmer also has a multi-function on and off switch that can engage a travel lock and has a 4000K LED spotlight that can turn on and off for more precision on your shade. The new lawnmower even allows you to customize your trim with guard lens sizes 1 through 4. How about wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction to help the battery last longer. Men, you can't use the same trimmer on your nuts and face. Nobody needs pews in their mouth. Get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped. Make me time the best time like Jason Amount always does. Get 20% off and free shipping with code QA at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with code QA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code QA. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And your balls will thank you. (laughs) Nice. All right, Q, let's get these last questions. All right. This one... This one is from Roy A. He says, what do you guys think is our biggest position of need on defense between these three positions, defensive end, cornerback, and safety? The biggest need on our defense would probably be another corner. Even though I would say, like, you got to go. Like, so if you are looking at it from a general manager's perspective, defensive end first, cornerback second, safety 15th. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Messed up, man. Hey, but listen, I, we, who, who stop messing with you. what position won the game? No, yeah, right, right, right. Let me stop. But um, if you're looking at it from the general manager, they're always going to pick a D, a DN over a corner. Always, they're always. If there's a defensive end available and a corner available, they're going to pick a defensive end. But 
right now we can use I'm assuming he's talking about an offseason, so we can we can use either a defensive end or cornerback. It's hard for me to say. Yeah. For me, I would say I would say cornerback. Um I would say, you know, going into last draft, I would have said defensive end, but judging the way Jonathan Gannon calls his his defense, um definitely in the corner. Yeah. He he likes to play in zone, he likes to play coverage a lot more than we expected. Um, you're going to need a, a corner that a corner that can play off coverage that will take some chances. A corner that can press, that can play in zone. So to me, I, I'm thinking, you know, I think right now the the bigger position you need is that corner. You got Slay who's getting older, and Nelson who's who's older, and he hasn't really, in my opinion, produced. Uh, the... Produced. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect word there. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I agree. Cornerback. Okay. Andy B. As a diehard, lifelong Eagles fan now living in enemy territory, I want to know what stadiums were the hardest for you to play in during your time with the team. Ooh. That's a good one. Um the f- the first the first stadium that came to my mind this question was a uh, Superdome. Um, I don't know what it is about that place. I don't know if it's the dark ceiling, the the, the crazy loud noise. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the offense is, is has been good when Drew Brees was there. <clears throat> Their offense was crazy, crazy good. Yeah. But it's just it's one of the places. Um, I'll never forget the first like when we had the playoff game. Um, when they had Reggie Bush, I was I was a starter. Hits. Yeah. I think that might have been my first playoff game as a starter. Mm-hmm. I remember playing um, deep middle, and they ran all go special. And I dropped to the middle. Drew Brees dropped back, stared right at me, <laughs> froze my feet, and then he threw a seam route. And I forget who who caught the. It might have been Colston or something like that. And then the place just erupted. And it, and I just remember looking up and just feeling like I was like hypnotized like where the hell am i right now like that's just for that split second it was just like whoa this is serious right now so to me it's always been it's it's the superdome is probably the toughest place to, for me to play just just the, the overall atmosphere the crowd noise yeah they were good for so long it's just that that was a tough place to play for me that was yeah that was a tough place to play then you you hit on something that's pretty pretty powerful to me is that when that quarterback get to looking at you when you're in middle <laughs> safety, it, it's like it paralyzes you, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. If you if if it, you it, if you don't practice if you don't practice against it enough and like really expect it, it'll it'll stop your feet just like that. Yeah, make it. Yeah, and it, he's doing it for a reason so he can get you to stay there and so he can make a throw. Okay. You know, so and and very and 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 um, the good ones have mastered it. Mm-hmm. The 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 younger players are like are like leaning toward where they want to go, right? So they're yeah. not really looking you off. They're kind of just trying to trying to fake you out type of thing. Yeah. The, the 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 good ones are staying at your soul. <laughs> yeah, Drew Drew Brees made me. He actually on that play, he made me feel like he was about to throw me the ball. Like that's what I felt like. I'm like oh, <laughs> this is it. Is this it? Nope. <laughs> 
Exactly. That's that's a that's a great point. <laughs> I would say my heart the the hardest place that that was a hard place to play. I don't know if anything can stop that, but Seattle probably. Oh yeah. Yeah, Seattle's tough. Seattle's Seattle. a tough place to play, man. Yeah. Seattle's a tough place to play. Those, those fans get loud as you can imagine. And their stadium is before its time because it's designed and engineered to keep noise in, right? You got yeah. a lot of engineers and tech guys out there that probably went to town on that stadium as far as maximizing the acoustics and the um the decibel level and all that stuff, right? So um that thing gets loud, loud. And so when they're rocking. And you would think you would think when they when they got a first down that somebody just you know there was an earthquake that happened. So <laughs> it, it, it gets loud, loud, and it can mess up everything when it comes to your 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 offensive game plan because you know when it's that loud, guys are going to jump off, um, going to fall start. Um, you're going to miss a play or two, and if they can affect the five plays in a game, that's an advantage. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they and they are. They're they're affecting it. They're make they're causing three, four people to jump off. They're causing a couple missed assignments. I didn't hear it. Somebody got tackled during the quick screens. The guy that was blocking didn't get it. Like it's a lot of you know chaos that they create the fans there. That's a good one. I forgot about yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Kansas City's like that too. I was just on the opposite side. Yeah. 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 Ooh, cool, man. That is the Q&A show, ladies and gentlemen. We drop every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. inside the Birds YouTube channel, inside the Birds YouTube channel. Make sure that you send your questions to inside the birds at gmail.com, inside the birds at gmail.com. I am Jason Avant. Got my main man, Quentin Michael, on the other side. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. We appreciate all the fans to Adam and Jeff and Hunter and um, Josh, everyone that's responsible for Inside the Verse. Thank you, guys. Q, you got the last word. Yes, sir. As always, great. It was a great time. Great pleasure. Um, had a lot of fun today, as always. And like I say, man, I always learn something. So I appreciate it, man. Eddie, thanks again. <laughs>
good holidays and have fun. And uh, yeah, we're just we're ready to get back and get get back to it. So um, you might have noticed we have an addition to our crew today. <laughs> All right. He's a, you see he's wearing the star, the, the dreaded star. All right. So we figured, you know, we've had a lot of people, um, you know, kind of asking, hey, you guys should have someone on the show. You should have, you know, Brian Dawkins or you should have, you know, Asante Samuel. Well, our budget isn't really uh, conducive <laughs> for that right now. <laughs> so we got my buddy. This is my my friend right here, Eddie. Eddie Brown from Houston. And uh, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine. He's a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. And we figured since it's Dallas week, why don't we try to figure out what's wrong with these guys? Why are Dallas fans Dallas fans? So without further ado, <laughs> everybody meet Eddie, my buddy. Eddie. What's up? What's up? Thanks for All having right, me, Eddie. Q&A. Tell us why you guys are so annoying as fans. Tell us, please. Because <laughs> we were used to winning. I mean, we were – we're so annoying as fans because in the nineties we got spoiled with all the Super Bowls that you know that you know the triplets was bringing into you know into our um, trophy case. So you know that's what made us you know so annoying as fans. But you know after losing for now what twenty six years, some of us has actually come back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 you guys have a really a really good football team this year, Eddie. Um, every year you guys are winning the Super Bowl. It's all in our ears. Every, 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 you know, every time we walk down the street, every time we go into Wawa in Philly that you guys are going to win the Super Bowl. Sometimes it seems to elude you guys every year. Tell me about the agony of defeat because of the, the quality team that you have, but seem, it seems like you can't put together sometimes. Okay, well, you know, it all starts off, everybody always talks about how, delusional the Cowboys fans are, you know, and how obnoxious we are, you know, as far as, you know, the fan base goes. But every real fan was a delusional fan once before. So <laughs> just to just to be, be clear, you have some fans saying, oh, I'm not delusional. But, yeah, you were delusional because you thought we were going every year. Um, to make, you know, to bring it into your, you know, for your question or whatnot, uh, we just, you know, we're just different. I guess we we get the the winning spirit from Jerry Jones. I mean, he wants to win. You know, he he's going out there trying to win each and every year, but seems like he can't put everything together. And you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. But this year, we actually, you know, got a pretty good team that I think that that could make a little run in the playoffs. Oh, I mean. Let's not let's not get too crazy here. What's y'all what's y'all record? What's the Cowboys record this year? The the Cowboys record this year right now we are eleven and five. I think that's what we are. Yeah, you just yeah. lost to the lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, so we just lost to the Cardinals. So we might have the um, pro football focus that we might meet the Cardinals again. We got a seventy percent chance to meet the Cardinals again. So. Hey, um, it's going to be tough because Kyler Murray is 8-0 in the AT&T Stadium. He has not never lost in that stadium. So, um, yeah, hopefully we won't get Arizona. I'm looking forward to the Rams or somebody. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this. So you watched, you watched the game, correct, the, the last game, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. After the game, a lot of the Cowboys players, especially the defensive players, defensive line players, offensive line players were complaining about the refereeing. They were saying it was a little bit too one-sided. How do you feel about this 
with this game because it sounded like to me it sounded like a bunch of you know crying over spilled milk. But I'm, well, it's Cowboys fans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I think at, after watching after watching Cowboys so long, you have to put things in perspective. And basically, we could have had an opportunity to win the game if we had a a, a functioning kicker who would have made a a thirty something yard field goal to begin. You know to begin that actual uh, first series in the drive. So I think you can't leave everything to the refs. And I hate when we, we keep the games real close and then try to complain about, you know, P.I. calls at the last minute and stuff like that. It's like if you have a team that you know you can go in there and, and kind of give it your all, then you need to try to put them away early and don't wait till the last two minutes of the of the game to try to, you know, make a heroic comeback, you know. Okay. All right, Eddie. Mm-hmm. The Eagles Cowboys series. Where mm-hmm. does that stack to the Cowboys fans in the oh. NFC East? <laughs> Good question. Good question. Well, Eagles Cowboys, I'll, Eagles. I mean, Eagles Cowboys, Cowboys Washington, Cowboys Giants. How, how does that work? I th- I think it's right now um, in the 2000 era is probably the number one hated rivalry in in all of the sports. I think Cowboys and Eagles is probably the number one hated. Um, it used to be Dallas and, and and Washington, and they always tried to say, you know, Dallas and Washington with the rival. But as of late, it's been Dallas fans versus Eagles fans everywhere we go. I mean, so. Yeah. Right. And I agree with that. You know, since since Coach Reed has gotten here, he's definitely made the series way more, you know, interesting. And the Eagles have kicked your butt since then, too. So just let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, hopefully, hopefully, CD Lamb don't drop any passes like you did when you was playing. Ah, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> CD Lamb wish he had hands like me. He can do everything else, great, but he can't catch one. <laughs> uh, so, okay, go ahead, go, Jay. No, go ahead, Q. No, nah, so, yeah, Jay, you got me thinking too. Like, all right, so. For the Cowboys fans, oh. and since 2000s, the Eagles, like, and that's the way yeah. we've, you know, ours would go back between the Giants and the Cowboys, yes, because both both of our teams, um, yeah, it would go back and forth between between us because yeah. those teams were always the ones that were going to be close in the division race, not necessarily the Redskins during that time or mm-hmm. the football team now. So Eddie, let me t- so tell me. So you you you're you're in Houston. You live in Houston, mm-hmm. right? So like out here in Philadelphia, every now and then we'll see Cowboys fans and cowboy hats and and all that stuff mm-hmm. just kind of sprouting around the city, which is is weird because it's a huge huge uh, following of the Eagles. Is there a lot of Eagles fans down in Houston area or Texas area? You see that <laughs> I- often. I should have threw this disclaimer out there first before I started, you know, talking. Uh, you know, I am from Texas, so sometimes my accent comes through like teeter off of um, Yellowstone. So excuse me if you can't understand some of the things I'm saying. Just ask me to repeat it. But as far as um, Eagle fans here in the Houston area, there is a large Eagle fan base in Houston. I mean, as you all know, Houston is one of the most diverse cities in um, in, t- in the United States, actually. And um, man, we got so many Eagle fans in in the Houston area. So um, it's always a a mix of Houston Eagle fans, New England fans, Dallas fans, and of course Texan fans. Okay. So the Eagles Eagles representing. Oh yeah, yeah. We got we got some bars that's just dedicated to Eagles sports watch, watching in in Houston. 
Yeah, so, I, I, I believe that we always travel well when we play when we play Houston as well. Oh yeah, y'all fans come through with all the paraphernalia, yeah. you know, the <laughs> sleeves and everything else. <laughs> all right, Eddie. The last, the last, the last question that we that we have for you this week. All right, going forward, what do you think the chances of the Cowboys winning the championship in the next three years? What do you think? <laughs> so, so it's, excuse me if I start on a, a eleven minute tirade like Joe Judge did earlier this week uh, <laughs> about the New York Giants or stuff you can't measure. But however, um, being a realist, um, the offense has to play a lot better than what they've been playing. Um, depending on the opponent, we could be one and done. <laughs> Making basically making it to the playoffs and losing in the first round. Uh, I don't want to see Arizona the first round. I really don't. I, I would prefer for Dallas to play the Rams. Uh, we need too much help to get the number two seed. Um, so we're going to be in that number four seed. So it's going to either be the Rams or Arizona. But I prefer to play the Rams than to play Arizona. All right, so you hear it here first. He has no faith in his Cowboys here <laughs> inside the Q&A show. My man Eddie has no faith. He knows they're going out in the first round. We, know it. we just wanted him to know it, too. Uh, well, look, <laughs> I swear, hey. I swear, man. Go ahead, go ahead. I just, I I just, want, I I just want to be – I, I just want to be real with it and and, and make sure right. when Jerry say we ain't in the slump, you know, our offense has not been playing the best. So, you know, in the, in the playoffs, you got to bring your very best. So yeah. if they don't get it together this week and, and start practicing with the Eagles, then, <laughs> yeah, then hey, I don't know what's happening. We don't know what's going to go on with the game this week. If it's going to be a, a second string game, we don't we don't know what's going to go on this week, depending on, you know, we, we just don't know. We don't know what's going to happen before that game. Yeah. Well, I, I did look and see that, like, Fletcher Cox, a lot of y'all big star name players on the COVID list. So they won't be playing um, this week. Yeah, they actually can get back sooner than than um, than they could before. I think it's, what, three to five days now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know we need to be playing. Our offense needs to be on the field. They need all the practice they can all get. The practice they for get. This. Losing Gallup was big. <laughs> Losing Gallup yes, was big. that was huge. That was huge. Yeah. I will say I will say, bring in A.B., but he might quit on us in the middle of the game. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the game. You don't want those, those problems. <laughs> yeah. Y'all Dallas fans, man, y'all strike up your DeLorean, go back to the 90s where y'all got all them Super Bowl rings. It ain't going to happen this year. It ain't going to happen next year. Hey, well, look, we, we want, we're we a little bit closer than what we was the previous year, so I, I'll take it. Eddie, I, I must say that you're not as annoying as most Dallas Cowboys, man. I, I must say that. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Um, I, I credit that to my wife because I used to be psycho before, when Tony Romo was playing. She had to get me in line. She was like, you ain't getting paid for this. You might as well sit down on the couch and just watch it with the rest of us. Yeah, I, I, I hated playing Tony Romo, man. I hated playing that dude. He was Y'all Dallas fans should have really appreciated him more because he was, a, he was a, a really good quarterback. Well, and, uh, I, I, I appreciated Tony Romo. It's just the fact that I don't think we had enough weapons around him. Uh, when he was there, so yeah. you know, yeah, he he ended up getting hurt. So I, I definitely appreciate what he did for the organization. I definitely like him as a commentator now. So he definitely calls the games pretty well. Absolutely sweet. All right. Well, Eddie, it's a pleasure to meet you. You take it easy. All right, but well, thank you so much for Q and A for having me on. 
And I look forward to beating the Eagles this week. Go Cowboys. That's not, that's not going to happen. Our second stream is better than your second stream. Our second stream is playing the week. <laughs> All right. We'll see. <laughs> All right, my man. Take care, Phil. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.